Pipeline sector extends outperformance May 22nd, 2022. The continued rally in the energy sector is steadily lifting past performance ahead of the S&P 500 over multiple timeframes. The American Energy Independence Index, the AEITR, now has a higher annual return than the S&P 500 over the past one, two, and three years. Even over five years, the performance gap is closing. The 12.3% per annum return on the S&P 500 is 3.1 ahead of the AEITR. On the COVID low, March 18, 2020, the AEITR five-year trailing return was minus 19.2% per annum, 23.9% worse than the S&P 500. It was a dark moment indeed for pipeline investors, and especially so for those focused on MLPs where the carnage was even worse. The subsequent recovery has produced some striking relative performance The one- and two-year trailing performance figures cause some potential investors to question whether such a move will assuredly be followed by a collapse. The fundamentals remain very good. First quarter earnings generally beat expectations, in some cases, i.e. Chenier, by a huge margin. Financial discipline continues to constrain growth capex aided by pipeline protesters whose efforts further dissuade spending on new projects hug a protester and offer to drive them somewhere. The COVID recession and recovery dominate recent performance history, but it's worth remembering that the pipeline industry had already shifted away from spending for growth in favor of increasing free cash flow before that. By late 2019, pre-COVID, we felt the sector was poised to outperform because the growth years and MLP distribution cuts of the Shell Revolution had alienated so many investors. Two months ago, the pre-COVID return, i.e. from December 31, 2019, on the AEITR moved ahead of the S&P 500. As of Thursday, the AEITR is 8.3% ahead of the market. Surging inflation and Europe's sudden desire for energy security are two important tailwinds for energy stocks. But the sharp drop and quick recovery that COVID inflicted on the pipeline sector is looking increasingly aberrant. It will always be part of the sector's history. Becoming comfortable that it won't repeat is a hurdle facing many potential new investors. Closed-end funds, or CEFs, have a longer history of providing MLP exposure to retail clients than even the deeply flawed Alarian MLP ETF, or AMLP. For more on this, see MLP funds made for Uncle Sam. For example, the Cushing MLP and Infrastructure Total Return Fund sports an inglorious 15-year history of relentless capital destruction. It now trades at less than one-tenth of its IPO price. In 2015, we were moved to note its sorry eight-year performance of delivering less than a quarter of the return of its benchmark. Read more in An Apocalyptic Fund Story. Although consistent performance has rendered its diminutive size, only 70 million in AUM, no longer a significant source of revenue to manage as swank energy income advisors, it still serves to warn CEF investors of the damage, leverage, and poor management can inflict. CEFs were not generally a big factor in the COVID bear market, 
but they did play an outsized role in the MLP collapse, which hurt the entire midstream sector. Operating a single-sector fund with leverage reflects an opinion that the companies in that sector should be operating with more debt than they currently do. In effect, it's a rejection of the collective wisdom of all the CFOs and rating agencies that have arrived at the prevailing capital structure in use. Since the stocks within a sector will tend to be highly correlated with one another, there's little diversification benefit, which might otherwise justify the increased risk profile. Single-sector closed-end funds use leverage to increase the dividend they can pay, but maintaining that leverage requires them to add to their holdings in a rising market and to reduce them in a falling one. When MLP prices collapsed in March of 2020, MLP closed-end funds had no choice but to delever, which required selling. They exacerbated the fall in prices for the pipeline sector. The reason investors shouldn't expect a repeat is because the consequent value destruction left all the MLP closed-end funds smaller. They're no longer managing as much money because of locked-in losses, so wouldn't have as much to sell even if we endured a repeat of March 2020. The managers of sector-specific closed-end funds with leverage combine poor judgment with hubris. They include Goldman Sachs, Tortoise, First Trust, and Swank. Many MLP closed-end fund holders who hung on in the belief that what falls so far must surely rebound will have been disappointed. The 17 MLP closed-end funds listed on Nuveen's website are on average still down 37% from their level at the end of 2019, pre-COVID. The AEITR has fully recovered its losses with an 18.5% per annum positive return. The two lessons are, number one, Don't invest in single-sector closed-end funds because the leverage will eventually create permanent losses. And, number two, because MLP closed-end funds provided evidence of number one in 2020, they can't repeat. So prospective investors in midstream energy infrastructure can regard the worst of the March 2020 brief collapse in pipeline stocks as unlikely to repeat.